The Shaw family's contribution to football at AFL level dates way back to 1974 when Ray started at Collingwood. It continues today via Ray's son Heath at GWS with another son Reese now coaching North Melbourne after a successful playing career. Five Shaws, including Ray's legendary younger brother Tony, have played more than 1,040 AFL games. Two have coached. Now, that's a dynasty. You might have started it all, Ray, but a couple of them have gone past you, haven't they? Premierships for the two boys. Yes. And now Reese is a coach. Yes, I uh, probably wouldn't have it any other, other way, Michael. It's uh, very proud of the boys, what they've achieved, and also very proud of you know, the brothers and, and what they've achieved at Collingwood also. Huge month for you. 300 for Heath. Reese's appointment at North and your second cousin, Tim Payne, co Cap uh, captaining the Australian yeah, Test Team. Yeah, it's been an unbelievable fortnight. And, uh, you know, with the Reese situation, well done, mate. He, he, he really deserved it. He's, he's worked really hard and came very quick, but uh, he looks as though he's uh, got his job on the spot. So uh, it's really good. Did you always think he was going to get the gig? Uh, probably... You know, in the, probably the last couple of weeks, you know, they started talking and then I suppose when, when Horse declined the job, Reese was probably the front man, but you never know. And, and as he said, you've got to do the best for the club and that's what he's done. It's 45 years since you started at Collingwood. Thanks very much, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> There's only been five years in that period where there hasn't been a Shaw playing at AFL level. Mm. It's a monumental achievement for one family. Oh, you know, we, uh, we talk about a lot. Uh, the Shaw family about you know what we've what we've done what we've achieved and it's you know a lot of hard work and uh, you know we're always supporting each other we're all very proud of each other what we've done and um, you know for the two young boys I've always said to have one boy play AFL but to have two boys play AFL it's a it's a great honour and it's uh, it's all been well worth of what they've achieved and two brothers Tony and Neville Neville yep yep. Yeah. Tony with 313 games. Yep. How did he end up getting to Collingwood, Ray? You were there for a yeah, couple of we were, years. I was, he was there and we, in 1976, was probably one of the, the worst years that uh, I can remember at Collingwood. That was, we, you finished bottom? We finished bottom. Yep. Uh, Murray Weedham was coaching us that year. and Look, it was just a disaster year. You know, it was just terrible the way things worked out. And uh, I remember halfway through the year, it might have been a bit longer, that I spoke to Ronnie Richards, the seconds coach, who was... He was nearly pulling players off the street mm. <laughs> because he just could, didn't have enough players. And I said to him, Tony, he's playing Reservoir Lakeside in the Diamond Valley. He's, he's going all right. You know, I'd never seen him play very much, but uh, uh, I just said, you know, he goes all right, he gets a kick. So Ronnie invited him down and <laughs> what's happened? What's happened? He's just fantastic. 313 games in a premiership later. Yeah. Your career. Yep. You uh, arrived at Collingwood at 20? 20, that's yeah. correct, yes. You were done at 27. Yeah. Sacked two days after a, a grand final. Mm -hmm. That's right, yes. How did, uh, how did that sit oh, at the time? Look, to be honest, I, um, I was shocked because being two days after a grand final um, and just the way it happened was over a phone call. 1981? 1981. Carlton beats Collingwood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tommy yep. Hafey's the coach. Yes, that's right, yeah. To get up from there. Yeah, I just... Um, 1981, I did a knee, which I was out for probably 10 or 12 weeks. But I played the last five or six games and seemed all right. You know, I, I really can't remember how my final series went. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, we were beaten in the grand final again. And, um, yeah, two days later, I received a phone call from Tommy to say, that was it. Uh, services are no longer required. And, and that was it. And, and, you know, as I said, it was a, was a big shock. If Collingwood were to invite you back as one of... Hafey's heroes. Would you go? Oh, 
To be honest, I had, as I, I think I mentioned earlier, I had the, the utmost respect for Tommy and what he did for myself early and what he did for the players and what he did for the club. But I think a, what, is, what can I say, a minute, two-minute phone conversation just lost me. Mm. I think that's not the way I wanted it to finish. You know, you know if, if someone could face-to-face face face and say, look, Ray, we believe that your footy's finished... I could, I could have accepted that, but mm-hmm. over the phone was a bit different. But you didn't think you were done, though, did you? Oh, no no way. 27 no. years of age. As I said, I'd come off a knee, but I didn't have any problems with that. So, um, you know, I was, I was willing to go again for sure. North Melbourne were really keen to get you, Yeah, they? They, they were keen. They were keen. A couple of lunches at Old Darden Street Social Club. Mm. and But I don't know whether I was stupid or not, but I just decided I'd, I'd leave Collingwood and um, go and... Back to Preston, where I began my career. Tafey's mm. decision angered you, didn't it? Hurt you and angered you? Yeah, it did. It did, because there was... First of all, it wasn't face-to-face, which I believe... You know, I respected Tommy enormously, and what he, what Tommy had done for the footy club had been fantastic when he came in 77. Like, we went from bottom in 76 mm. to top in 77, mm. so, you know, that... That, that range was enormous, but we got there and he did a tremendous job. He got us fit. That was the biggest thing, I think. He got us really fit. But just the, the end result wasn't good. And, um, yeah, Tommy did fall out of respect for what what he did to me and, and, and I felt that way too. But this had been coming with you, hadn't it? I mean, you, you were fairly outspoken. Yes. You had some misgivings about Tommy in the previous 12 to 18 months. Yeah, yeah, we... You know, I'd... To be... To, to look at it that way, we were we were we were a very close team, and not that Tommy tried to divide us, but he, he wouldn't kind of listen to, to players. Uh, you know, more he was captain, I was vice captain. He was a few other senior players, but Tommy had in his mind what he wanted to do, how he wanted to play, how he wanted to train, and all this. And uh, you know, there was a few little rumblings here and there, but. Uh, uh, at the end result, I didn't want it to finish like that. Well, 81, it's uh, your fifth grand final and you ended up with the sum total of one draw and four losses. That's right. Exactly the same record as Tommy. Yeah. Tommy didn't take 81 very well, did he? No. Uh, you know, he... You know, he, once again, he, he worked really hard to get his get us in that position. And uh, you know, whether, whether it was because we'd been in others and got beaten, he thought, this was the day, this was going to be the time, and it didn't work out that way. Uh, he did take it pretty hard. Did he not? Did he refuse to speak at the at the club function at the Windsor that night? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and look, that's fair enough. You know, you you're down. Things haven't worked out, and um, I suppose in hindsight, probably could have said a couple of words, but he he decided not to, and and that's that's fair. That's the way he wanted to be. But he did say something the following day in Canberra, didn't he? Yeah, it yeah. was a function. I don't know. It was a pre-arranged function. He spoke there. Now I don't know whether Tommy knew he was being quoted or not, but he lambasted the the bulk of the team. Yeah, yeah. It, which was very disappointing. Very disappointing. Mm. It doesn't matter if you know you're going to be taped or you're not going to be taped. It's yeah. It's a way the coach should not go about it. You know, they're, they're behind doors. You say things to certain players as a group or as individuals. I think mm. that's the way to go. But not in not in front of people that have no relationship to Collingwood at all. Your grand final, Ray, was um, 11 disposals and one goal. Mm-hmm. You were roving with your brother Tony yep, that day? Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Do you remember how you, how you thought you went? Oh, look, not, not particularly. You know, I, I can't remember straight off, but, uh, you know, I, I suppose... You, you, I don't look back on them. You know, you, you go out there and try to do your best and, you know, if you have a poor day, well, you, hopefully next week's a bit different, but unfortunately there was no next week and things just didn't work out, mm. both sides. 
you would have experienced this. You were at the heart of it, the collie wobbles. Everyone outside of Collingwood said there were collie wobbles. Mm. Did you guys have a mental blank, do you think? Oh, I, look, to be honest, when you're out there playing footy, you don't think of those things. There's no, two... I know, but there's a lead-up, though. Yeah, that's only press and, and things. Yeah. No, I think, um, you know, we, we, did, we didn't speak about it. We didn't talk about it at all. We just wanted to get on with the game and, and play it, and that's the way it is. And uh, whatever happens, I'm always a believer that in a grand final, whatever happens at the end of the day happens, and if you're not the best side, well, you're going to run second. So mm. if you're in it, you're a chance to win it, and that's True. the way I felt. I, I, from where I sat, the one that got away was the first of the grand finals in 1977. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I think you were four and a half, five yeah. goals up at one point. Yeah. And then you needed Twiggy Dunn to kick that goal late to pinch the draw. Draw, that's right. What yes. happened that day? Do you, do you remember? Oh, look, you know, but I think North and us were very similar sides. You know, we could score pretty quickly and, and that's what happened. We, 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 we went a little bit defensive. I think we had a, one loose man down back. I was down there in the last quarter for a little time and whether we went a little bit defensive. But once again, if, you know, we get over the line by a point, people don't worry about how defensive we mm. are. But, you know, North come with a rush and we were... And I always remember we were, as you said, Twiggy kicked a goal, made it a draw, and then I think we had the ball on our forward flank. So we might have, in another 30 seconds, the result could have been our way, but it didn't venture out that way. You and Tony and uh, another brother, Neville, played 502 games between you. Mm-hmm. Were you ever in the same team? Uh, Tony and I were. Tony yeah, and I. But Neville, the three no, brothers never played. No, no. Never played, no, no, no. Now, I don't mean to open up an old wound, but you've lost a brother, Kelvin, That's right. at his own hand. Yep. Did he have difficulty in coming to terms with the fact that he had three brothers playing in the AFL? Uh, maybe maybe a, a little bit, maybe a little bit. But, uh, you know, Tony... Uh, sorry, Kelvin had other little, little problems that um, eventuated that he took his own life and things like that, um, which I won't go into. But, you know, he was... He, was, he played with Collingwood Reserves... So he was around. Yeah. He was yeah. around the mark. Uh, yeah, you know, whether he would have gone on and, and played senior footy, I don't know. But you know, Calvin was a, a handy, really good clubman, and uh, you know, he he was all for the, for the players and all for the club. Uh, and unfortunately, he just didn't get the opportunity to play senior footy. It's difficult this one, but I want to ask you how you saw yourself as a player. I'll, I'll give you my observation first. You were clever, smart, cheeky, lippy. Probably a little slow. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, three out of four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I probably agree with those. But uh, the, with the pace one, you don't do, you don't agree. Oh, with look, I, I wasn't. I wasn't lightning. You know, I think early on, early on, I was okay. But you know, as you get older, you get a little bit slower. That's older. Weird. You were gone at twenty-seven. Yeah, I was older than nineteen. So, <laughs> yeah. so uh, I, um, yeah, but. When you when you probably get to that stage when you are a little bit getting a little bit slower, as you say, you know you got to use your footy nouses and things like that, get in the right spot. So, um, yeah. but your two boys, he's still quick, and, and Reese was quick. Wasn't yes, he? that's right. Off their mother. Yeah, they got that yeah. off their mother. Yes. I want to ask you again. This is a, a tough one. Of the four boys, you, uh, your family that played at AFL level, are you prepared to rate them in terms of their talent? Um, funny enough, Neville, Neville played 43. Yep. He's very talented. Yeah. Very talented player. Uh, had his ups and downs like all the rest of us. Um, look, I, I, I'd probably say Heath was number one. Yep. I, I, I just, you know, we've got to look at it. He's in this 
age of football. He's played 15, 16 years of mm -hmm. top-class football at Collingwood and GWS. Um, you know, then you... You know, I'm not going to put myself in this four, but Tony's... Well, you've got to put yourself in this I'll put four. myself on top, probably, Michael. That's the only problem. <laughs> you haven't changed <laughs> that. I haven't changed. Uh, no, look, I, you know, naturally, you know, Tony, tough, aggressive, never gave in. You know, people say school-wise and that he wasn't terrific, but kept on getting the ball, you know, so he was a fantastic player. Uh, and then, you, you know, he probably got Reese and Neville, so, um, yeah, because... Neville only played, as I said, 43, and Reese has played 237 or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. I reckon your honest ratings would be Heath 1, Ray 2, Tony 3, Reese 4, Neville 5. Yeah, honestly, probably, you're probably right, Mike, yeah, yeah in yeah. that way, yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty hard for me to put myself in second position, yeah. of course, but... Um, well, I'll yeah. put you there and you won't <laughs> knock it on the head. No. You were captain in two years at... Uh, only two years at Collingwood? That's it? right, yes. And then did Tommy take the captaincy off you? Um, Peter Moore replaced you. Peter Moore replaced yeah. me. Um, I think it was more a bit Tommy and John Hickey, yes, the, president. the president. Yeah, yeah. he was... Um, I think Moore, he was... I'm an anar and whether he was going to go or stay. And uh, I was asked by especially Johnny Hickey, would I uh, take the vice captaincy and let Maury take the captaincy? Mm -hmm. Whether it was an incentive for him to stay, which it probably was, uh, and I, I just said, yeah, just go for it. And because I was never going to change my game, I was never going to change the way I go about it. So, oh, so that's pretty big of you, though. Yeah, you've yeah. been a grand final captain, and you were prepared to step down mm. to allow them in their eyes, yeah. uh, hang on to Maury. Oh, look, you know, Maury was a fabulous player. He's mm. probably the, the second of the big mobile ruckman to Len Thompson, you know, at Collingwood. Yep. Uh, and he was, a, he was a magnificent athlete and, and we just really couldn't afford to lose him. So, mm -hmm. you know, for, a, for me to step down, to me it wasn't a big deal. But, you know, we kept our, we kept our best mm. player. That was more important. Reese and Heath both left Collingwood. Yep. Was that painful for you? Um, I, I think... The Reese situation was more his doing. Uh, he he was in and out of the side and uh, couldn't get games together and it, it made it pretty hard for him. And uh, he had the opportunity... Well, I say had the opportunity. The Swans were very interested in him, so uh, it worked out that way. That uh, I remember Kinnear Beetson ringing me up one day and said, ''Oh, we've got your son.'' And I'm thinking, ''What's going on here?'' And he Did said, you well, not know? I didn't know. I didn't no. know. I, you know, I didn't know what was going... Whether... Reese would go or whatever, but uh, because of the draft and, and all that, he, he rang me and just said, well, we've got your son, Reese is coming to Sydney, which I was wrapped. I, was wrapped, yeah, yeah. I bet you he was wrapped. Yeah, he's very much premiership so. Team. Yeah, yeah. Heath was a different situation, wasn't it? Heath was, again, from the outside looking in, was seen to be a member of the, the infamous Rat, Rat Pack, Pack at Collingwood. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And Bucks wanted to make a stand. Did he, is that true? Yeah, I think so. I, you know, look, I don't know, you know, whether, you know, Bucks has only been here a couple of years and... Uh, whether he, he wanted to formulate his own club team, I would think, and I'm not saying he didn't like Heath, or he may have had someone he thought could play Heath's position better, and it didn't. It didn't uh, really go that well, but um, yeah. Here they are, mate. Yeah. Was the Rat Pack fair to those blokes? Yeah. You know, the connotation is that they were really wild yep. off the field, and there was probably plenty of evidence to yep. say that they did. Yes, uh, stretch the rules. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, but they were all good mates. Yep. And you know, when they did go out, they went out together. Um, and myself and and I remember uh, Mickey Mouldhouse saying it. And I would say I would have said the same thing. I said, you know, if you're going to go out, make sure you, you stay together, behave yourself. 
you know, don't hurt yourselves, don't hurt anyone mm. else. Um, but, you know, we want you to play... You make sure you play good footy on the Saturday mm. or whenever it was. And, and, I, and I think that would have been my feeling too about the Rack Pack. But, but they're, they're all so close and, and really good mates. And, and you look, you're probably looking at a third of the team yeah. were Rat Pack. Yeah. So um, really good. And, and I think that... I tell you, I'd rather be on the Rat Pack side than go, go the other way, I think. Did you, as a father, ever see the need to talk to Heath about his behaviour? Yeah, yeah. We've had a few discussions, you know. And I'm... You know, I think... You know, people talk about it when he got uh, drink driving with dids and, and things like that. Fair enough. Mate, you're an idiot. You know, what are you mm. trying to prove? You know, all this. And, you know, we had a bit of discussion about it. But, and I said, well, you know, you just can't do things like that. And uh, let's get on, you know, get on with what you're supposed to be doing is playing footy, good footy, and forget about all that other rubbish. So, um, yeah, it was a, little, a bit of a kick in the bum for him, but you've got to be a bit, also a bit uh, positive about it also. Mm. Yeah, I mean, positive towards the future, not, mm-hmm. not to what's happened, mm. yeah. He's, he has said on record that if GWS were to win the flag this year, he'd retire. Do you take that? I, I would take that as being it, yeah. I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, after 15, 16 years, and uh, he's, still, he's still playing pretty good footy, uh, but... Yeah, the, the cream on the cake, if they were to win the flag, would be a fantastic way to go out. Massive day for the family there. Yep, yep. You were all there in... in we were all in, there. It yep. was in Adelaide, yeah. It was in Adelaide yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, and, you know, the family were wrapped. My daughter was there and, and that's... And, uh, unfortunately, Reese was in Perth. But everyone else, all his mates were there and, and his and family. Tears? Yeah. You're a tough I, Preston boy, remember? Yeah, I had to... I got asked by Leon on the Monday before to speak to the players on a Friday night yeah. in front of Heath, who he didn't, Heath didn't know about it. And I went up there and I, you know, when Leon asked me, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it for you. And five minutes later, I thought, what am I got myself into here? <laughs> yeah, very, it was a bit emotional. You know, so what talk, was the theme? I was just talking about him, mm-hmm. just talking about him, the way, you know, he's probably through his junior footy, a few little funny things that, it's happened, you know, between him and Reese and, and my daughter Lane. They're all very close. And it did... was a bit emotional. I, I controlled myself, but I thought... I, Heath was... He, he was a little bit teary because uh, he, he knew everyone felt mm. for him and his celebration of playing 300 games was a magnificent effort. So, yeah. The father-son embrace in the rooms? Yeah, we yeah. did. We As soon as I finished in front of the team and support uh, the staff and all that, we had a... I just said at the end, I said, I love you, mate. Mm. Nice. Gave you a hug. Mm. You're in a bit of trouble now, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well. All right, let's, let's turn to, to Reese. Yeah. Why do you think he's the right man to take North forward? Uh, look, he's, he's, got a, he's got a good footy brain. Uh, I, I think the big, one of the biggest things is he's only been out of footy for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... In that, accepting what players are going through, what they have to go through, what they've got to do and things like that. But two big things. The respect that he's gained since he's finished footy, uh, you know, coaching the Sydney Swans a couple of years in the seconds, you know, the amount of respect that they've got from him when he was up there. I, I felt embarrassed some of the time speaking to the, some of the Swans board mm. and also the players. They just spoke so highly of him. I've heard the same. Yeah, yeah. the respect yeah. is so high. And I think the other the other thing is communication. He's, he, 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 he won't just let the top player get away with what the bottom player on the list will. They're all together. And, and that's the way he's, he's gone about his practice. That's the way he's played the footy. So, yeah. Interesting. At quarter time in his first game as official 
North coach. Mm. The Kangas are five goals down, the best part of five mm. goals down. Yeah. I watched him, and I think we all did. Watched him go to the huddle. Yeah. How will he react? It's his team now. It's official. And I, and I really, it's hard to draw conclusions when you're only watching. Yeah. But it seemed like he didn't go silly. He didn't throw the team upside down. Nah. He didn't yell at anyone. Well, do you I, know what the what the gist of his message was? Yeah, I do. Um, I spoke to him after, naturally after the game, and you know, uh, watching the first quarter, you know, four or five to nothing. You know, I'm thinking this might be a twenty goaler. You know, this yeah. might be a bad defeat. But I think, and that's the, the communication and, and the respect he has for his players. In that, he just went to him and said. The first quarter's gone, let's forget about it, let's start again. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, they're going to play a three-quarter game. That's all they're going to mm-hmm. play. And sensible stuff, you know, there's no use dwelling what's happened because you can't fix it. You know, the scoreboard's there and right in front of you, but let's settle down, let's play our footy for the next three quarters and, and that was it. Do you believe he needs an experienced mentor type in his, in his I, look, team? I Look, uh, Reese is in his first year. It would be absolutely fantastic if they could find someone who is either coached or very experienced, assistant coach or whatever it is, if they could find someone in, in, who's probably three, four, five years old, older, older than Reese, that has had got the experience, it's definitely going to help him. It's mm. definitely going to help him a lot. And he's smart enough and mature enough to not worry about someone at his shoulder. Well, he, I, I believe he wouldn't pick anyone that, you know, is going to... I'm not going to say backstab him or anything like that, mm. but he'll, he, he could have a really good relation with and I think they'll, they'll search and search until they find the right bloke. OK. Coaching, when, when you finished at Collingwood... Yes. ..you declined North Melbourne's invitation to play, you went home to Preston... Yes. ..coached them to a couple of flags... Yes, that's right. ..and then took Laylor to a couple of flags mm. in the yep. Diamond Valley League. That's right, yeah. Did you have any aspirations after that? Uh, I had aspirations after Preston... Mm. Um, what, 82, 83, 84, I coached there. And to be honest, we were a very good side. You know, back in those days, it was Port Melbourne and Preston. They were great rivals and that, and we had great games. And, you know, I suppose um, we lost 82, but we won 83, 84. After that, I had... I was waiting for a knock on the door. Were you? Yeah. yeah. Whether, look, whether it was assistant or something like that, um, I would have been very happy to do that, but it never come around, so... As they say, um, you're not wanted if you're not asked. So that was the way no, it was. but you had no one acting for you, did you? You were, you wouldn't have had a player manager. No, no, no. no. It was by myself, and that, yeah. you know, so um, no, it never happened. You so. didn't drop. You didn't sort of drop any hints at Collingwood about. Oh, uh, uh, although they should have known, shouldn't they? I mean, oh, you well, you know, pressing it on their back door, and yeah. uh, we got a few Collingwood players uh, from from there yeah. when we were Preston, and yeah, but as I say. If they're not interested, well, they're not going to come, are they? So, you had a great relationship with the Bullants, didn't you? You were um, yep. a Liston Trophy winner at 19. Mm-hmm. And it was a very smart judge in the media at the time who yeah. took you to win that medal. Yeah, I'm sitting right opposite him. Won his premiership in 2010. How'd you feel? I mean, you'd be immensely proud of your son. Yes. As, as yes. we can see there. Yes, very um, much so. Um, any thoughts of self? Um, oh, that's what I would have loved. I would have loved to uh, to get one. 
Um, but it well, didn't eventuate. And playing in five, losing ones, it's pretty hard to take. But uh, you four, could, you drew four, one. drew yeah. yeah, which is not a win anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, it would have been lovely to get one. But to have the boys get one, mm. you know, you couldn't be more proud. Yeah. No, no. Reese, two thousand twelve. Were you? Um, surprise is not the word because the Swans have always been competitive. Mm. But uh, to see him in different colours uh, yeah. must have been... Was it weird? No, look, at uh, you know, the relationship that um, the Swans and, and myself and our family was yeah. was fantastic. And I think I mentioned before, you know, the respect that they had for, for Reese was overwhelming. And for him to get that is fantastic, you know. You see the pride in the two of them there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've both been there in those yeah, days. The only trouble they? is he's got a carton draft in his hand, which doesn't look too good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll pass that by then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in those circumstances, I'd allow yeah, it. Yeah, allow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. So when you look back, you don't seem to have... I think there's some um, ill will about how things finished at Collingwood, but you don't seem to be harbouring those. You're, you're, you're OK with no. your contribution to footy and where it took you? Oh, look, I, I couldn't be... Uh... Yeah, you know, I couldn't be more happy than what how my football career went. I was always a Collingwood supporter. Lived in Reservoir, five minutes away from my idol in Lynn Thompson. You know, Tomo, I, yeah, yeah. he was my idol, and I. And then you played I, with him. I, well, I had, to be honest, Mike, I had dreams that you know I had four little things that I, you know, and I think young kids should do the same thing. You've got to dream about what they want to do, and I, I wanted to play with Collingwood. I wanted to be captain. I wanted to row the Lynn Thompson. I wanted to win a flag. You did so, everything but one. Everything but one. And, yeah. you know, Len Thompson was my idol. And, you know, I think the first game I played in 74 was against Essendon and I was raving to him. I just couldn't believe it. I mm. just couldn't believe that was happening. So. Well, tell, tell the younger people. I mean, I saw Tomo and I share yep. your view about how good he was. Yeah. We're talking about a bloke who's six foot six, which at that time was, was tall. Yes. Um, is there anyone in the modern game that, um, that reminds you of him? I mean, does Grundy... Oh, yeah. I, I would have said, you know, yeah. just straight off, Grundy yeah. is the chap who uh, gets around the ground, he's mobile, he's not a, you know, he's not a lumbering player, he can take a mark um, and very skilful. He does remind me a lot of uh, Tomo. And, but, you know, Tomo was a, the first of the breed, I reckon, that mm. this mobile big player. And as I mentioned before, Peter Moore could play... Peter Moore could play straight down the middle of the ground. Yep. Anywhere. Anywhere you like. So uh, he was he was the next one. It was interesting that they all both, well, three of them come from Collingwood. Ray, this is an old wound being reopened. 81, mm -hmm. Collingwood versus Carlton. The two shores are roving against the Carlton Mosquito Fleet of Buckley, Sheldon, Ashman, Marku. Mm. Good group, weren't they? Oh, a fabulous group, yeah. you know. And it wasn't just finals when we played. It was home and away. It was yep. on for... You know, on, on for young and old, and uh, they, you know, they were, they were just good players. You know, you, you had two of them in the centre bounce, and next goal kick, you got another two in there. Yeah. So uh, it was always, and and we had really good battles. You know, it's uh, it wasn't you know one sided one. It might have been one sided one day, but the next day we catch up. So uh, yeah. Who won the battle of the lip between you and Jimmy Buckley? Oh, I might have got I might have got Jimmy. I might have got Jimmy. I think <laughs> you were good at that, weren't you? Ah, uh, look. I know yep. you certainly talk to the umpires a lot. Yeah, I tried to help them as much as I could. <laughs> you know, and they didn't take a lot of notice of me sometimes. But, uh, but yeah, look, I was, I've always been a chatter. I always wanted to chat and, you know, I don't say anything bad about players, that, but just get into them a little bit now and then and, and encourage my teammates. I've always, I've always been like that. So Heath through to the father. 
Just about, yes, I would think so. Yeah. And, and you've got a, another bloke in the middle, Tony. He wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. It must have been a chirpy family when you were growing up. Very much so, yeah. Christmas and that were pretty noisy, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Shaw family contribution should be acknowledged. I mean, it's massive. There's no other family in the history of this game that's uh, provided as many games on the field. You started it. You're entitled to be really proud of your contribution. It's great to see you. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you. This has been a Fox Sports production.